1: For a special edition here of Tapping the Plate here on the 435 Podcast Network, please like, subscribe, and download as we try to get you these once-a-month long-form player interviews. This time we step outside of it a little shorter, but also we get a chance to catch up with the first overall pick for KC and the second overall pick in this year's MLB draft. It's Bobby Witt, Jr., who's officially with the organization. Bobby, how are you?
0: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I'm great. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How's, uh, How's Arizona treating you so far?
0: It's been a lot of fun just getting to know a bunch of the guys and kind of getting my feet wet with that. And playing back playing again is always fun, so having a blast out here, and it's been incredible.
1: I'm sure uh, you know, you obviously played in competitive leagues, so you played a lot of games in a summer um, just in the early going. How different does uh, pro ball feel to what you were doing just in high school?
0: Yeah, you're playing every day and just having the practices and working out, so there's a little bit of a change, but I just think of it as the same game with just some other people, different people, kind of a little of a cultural change as well, but
1: it's the same game that I've always
0: played, that I've always loved as a kid and everything, so it's, it's a blast. I, I love it out there.
1: Did you make, have you made any fast friends? Like, you, obviously you played with baseball, a lot of the same guys growing up. You find any guys you've uh, clicked with the team here early that maybe you're spending some time with? Oh yeah, a bunch of the guys out there. My roommate, Daryl Collins, he's from the Netherlands. He's an, he's an
0: awesome dude, and then just pretty much all the, all the guys are all welcoming to me when I came and just and know them and kind of already building their relationships and bonds with them. So it's, it's an awesome organization cause just because the players that they have and just how kind and compassionate they are for the game and for just others, their teammates.
1: What have you, uh, did you, have you learned any fun facts about the Netherlands yet? I guess have you ever been there?
0: Well, I have not, but the other day, whenever USA was playing in the Netherlands in the Women's World Cup, we were kind of going back and forth with each other. But yeah, I'm trying to learn a little bit of Dutch as well as Spanish.
1: Well, I hope, yeah, I hope that you talked a little bit of trash, right? I mean, the two were playing each other. That's a big game. I hope that, like, at least you guys sat there and watched it together a little bit.
0: Uh, Yeah, it was, like, early in the morning, so we kind of caught the back end of the game. But it wasn't really that big of a rivalry.
1: But it was was fun just to
0: know that he's from the Netherlands and just kind of have that rivalry with
1: that. Bobby, we, we know a lot about your baseball accolades. You know, it, it's easy enough to look up all the things you've done there in your early career. And people have talked a lot about that because they're looking for, um, you know, the examples that you might be like, you know, as you come as a pro player. But it's kind of fun to get to know you um, outside of that. And I know baseball eats up, or did, and has eaten up so much of your time uh, just because it's all-consuming. But what are, what are a couple of the things that you still, you know, do in your free time? Like, what kind of things do you do when you know, in the the little bit of downtime you do get?
0: Um, I just kind of like to hang out with friends, you know, just kind of an ordinary type deal. But then I also like playing ping pong. I'm playing a lot of ping pong up in the clubhouse uh, doing that and then just always just kind of playing it at my house and stuff, trying to get get good at that. And then I'm not very good at video games, so I try (laughs) to steer away from that. But then just playing with my buddies and stuff and just – If I'm not playing baseball, I'm honestly watching baseball no matter what it is and just trying to learn
1: more and more about the game as as I go on. Are you the best ping-pong player?
0: Uh, No, I've gotten a few losses in the clubhouse, but I'd say I'm up there with ping-pong, but just got to keep working on my games and (laughs) on the table as well.
1: Well, I guess are you a forehand – just help me describe your game. Are you a forehand slam guy? Do you play backhand? What's what's your general style of ping-pong play?
0: Yeah, I'm more of a forehand kind of guy, but
1: play a lot of spin
0: with my serves and everything. Backhand's kind of weak, so I got to work on that.
1: There it is, right? I was thinking, like maybe, uh, like I, I don't baseball. That feels like a lot of ping pong table. There's one like in the Royals clubhouse here in Kansas City. That feels like a a good use of hand-eye coordination skills, right?
0: Yes, sir. I kind of like doing it before game, just kind of get the, the eyes and the mind getting going and getting the juices flowing.
1: What about um? You know, obviously, you're you were in high school just uh you know, a few short weeks ago, um, you know, you said you like hanging out with friends, movies, Netflix, you know, what's uh what's your form of entertainment of choice?
0: I did just first time ever get on a, a Netflix series and it's called Shooter with uh, Bob Lee Swagger, so that was a pretty good one. I finished it in like four days. Got real addicted to that and had a bunch of kinda kinda free time after games and stuff so and bus trips. So watched that never really got got on a uh, a series of on Netflix or anything but then a bunch of the guys in the clubhouse were talking about it and I was like I got to I got to hop on kind of get in the know with everything so
1: I would think the bus trip in particular you know you got to find a way to to kill some time during those don't you I mean just between and, and the Arizona League's not too bad
0: yeah it's still, not bad at all
1: but but uh yeah, soon enough you'll be little, in a league a that there might trouble. be a lot of bus travel oh, right? yes
0: oh yeah for sure just whatever step is next i know there's just was talking with a bunch of buddies that have already done that. There's
1: a lot of bus trips and you just
0: kind of get that routine and then whatever you're doing, watching movies or sleeping or whatever it is.
1: Did you have, you know, obviously you can ask some guys in the system now, but, uh, you know, I know that your dad was a former player and all that, but the league's changed over the years. Uh, were there a couple of guys that are in the system now that you you talk to about, you know, what you're expecting next on, you know, this part of your your process?
0: Yeah, I got a bunch of bunch of friends throughout all organizations and everything, and I've talked with Brady mcconnell Grant Gambrells from this year's draft and things, just how they're doing in Idaho and stuff, just the way that they're they're doing things out there. And then other buddies like Bryce Terang and Nolan Gorman, kind of I've talked to them a bunch. I talked to Bryce a lot, just he's been telling me just kind of even in low A, just got promoted to high A, just telling me the ways of everything and how it's a grind and everything. Just keep working and just always have fun with it because this is the game you
1: love. What are uh you know just out of curiosity I guess what are the things they have you working on here early? It's it's obviously Arizona, but they're always like they're always tinkering a little. What are the things that they're uh they want you to stay on top of I guess here early on in the process?
0: Pretty much all of my game, whether it's speed work or on the off the field or trying to get stronger in the weight room, as well as taking ground balls and kind of doing more of the fundamental things and ten BP, just kind of going through things and just getting back to the fundamentals and just doing those things and just kind of trying to get better each and every day. So hopefully keep moving along
1: well. You didn't You didn't get a normal summer. Um, like, you know, I guess a kid would get. But baseball, like just out of curiosity, what were your summers like before? I mean, baseball can eat up so much of that. Did you ever get a normal summer anyway as a kid, or, or you just used to playing baseball the whole way through?
0: Yes, I think my last normal summer, if I call it normal, was probably about uh, – like seventh grade eighth sixth grade in okay. middle school yeah. been a while just without traveling yeah so traveling like i like traveling a lot and just playing baseball. last year i think i was home like 10 days of the summer so it kind of got got me ready for this summer and everything and going to panama last fall playing for team usa and kind of just traveling around going to another country and doing that it's it's really gotten me ready for for this experience here this summer and summers to come so I'm just really excited that I'm part of the Royals organization and they're just the first class act with everything. And this organization is unbelievable for
1: what they've done for me. Where's your, uh, where's your favorite place you traveled so far, Bobby? So far, I'd say
0: Panama was a lot of fun okay. going out there, just kind of seeing a different cultural and everything. We were taking ground balls before the game in the parking lot and everything and just kind of seeing that side and seeing how privileged we are in the States just what we have and everything kind of, Kind of a life changing
1: experience. Yeah, you hear those stories of like Vlad Senior would. Uh, he always said he was a good low ball hitter because he, you know, they would play a game where they just like throw rocks at a license plate, and you had to prevent it from yeah. hitting the license plate. Yeah. Is that that kind of stuff you're talking about? Where they learn baseball in maybe a different way than you did?
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: When um, you said you like to travel. What you know? What kind of things do you like to do when you're there? What kind of things do you hope to do with all the travel? You'll probably be doing here coming up pretty soon. You know, All through the minors, it's nothing but travel. And they're not all big, huge cities, but there are always things to do. What kind of things do you like to do when you're uh, on the road?
0: It's always eye-opening just to kind of just walk around each and every city and just see what it's all about because there's always something special about each city no matter where you are from across the whole country. So it's kind of just see that and see the different perspectives of baseball and it's awesome to see that. In all these cities, all these countries, it's baseball. It's the same game you're playing. You played since you are four or five years old and just, just different stages, different lights and everything, but it's still, if you, you truly love the game, it's always the same game, and you just got to kind of be yourself throughout all of it.
1: I know, uh, and we're speaking here with Bobby Wood Jr. on the 435 Podcast Network. Uh, like, subscribe, and download the episode for long-form Royals interviews. You uh, Obviously, they start working on things like nutrition and all that stuff now, not to say... You weren't paying attention to that before, Uh, but you were, you know, you're still a high school kid. I remember the diet then. Um, I don't know, chicken tenders or whatever the, the the normal go-to was. What are some of your favorite foods?
0: They've been, they've been treating us really well in the clubhouse and everything with the food and kind of eating healthier and stuff. And third eat like quinoa and those type things. So it's, it's a, it's a different change, but I never really realized how much other types of food that I've liked. So like, I'm excited to start start eating like healthier, I'd say. But so it's been a lot of fun just trying new things out and kind of kind of getting in that uh, that routine of eating healthier.
1: Not not a not averse to just trying some new things, huh?
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm up for anything. Yes, sir, for sure.
1: What did what were the foods you ate before? I mean, what were just just you? Know, we're getting to know you a little bit, Bobby. What, what are some of your favorite foods? If you were uh you're choosing anything to eat for yourself.
0: I pretty, I really, I'm not picky eater at all. I like anything. I really like sushi or whatever it is, chicken, rice, anything. I'm not not too picky. So, still ready to try that Kansas City barbecue.
1: There you go. See, that's the right answer. And listen, Texas has got a pretty good, you know, like where you're from, right? There's a pretty good reputation for that too.
0: Yes, there's, I've heard that that Kansas City is going is going to top it, but I I didn't get to, the chance to go out to a barbecue place when I was out there.
1: Uh, You know, and obviously, well, that's difficult. Yeah, that's that's difficult. What did you think of? uh, You know, when you came to Kansas City, what did you think of your short time here? What did you like? What did you make of the city? The time you got to spend here?
0: Oh, it was unbelievable. It's it's just seeing the stadium and everything, going in the clubhouse, meeting the players, and just having that first like the it's like a first class act again. Like I'm saying with the organization for what they did for me, it makes me want to work harder and harder. So one day, eventually. Hopefully get there to the big leagues with the Kansas
1: City Royals. How about the the pressure that comes with all that, Bobby? You, you've been mentioned as a top baseball prospect for a number of years. You get taken second overall. You know, Alex Gordon and multiple other guys have kind of gone through that process for Kansas City. Just for you, you know, what, what what is it like having that pressure put on you immediately? And, you know, what can you, like, is there anything you can do to try to just put that in the back burner? Or do you talk to certain guys who've come up with that? level of expectation as well, just to kind of you know get you through that part,
0: yeah, I just kinda just go out there and play the game that I've always played like I've been saying, and I just take it day by day throughout everything and just try to get better each and every day because I do that, kind of just kind live throughout that, and it's kind of worked out pretty good so far, so just doing that and just having fun with it like I've been saying, and so it just kind of I don't really kind of put any pressure on myself, so I just kind of going out there and just trying to have fun and playing my game
1: expectations don't bother you then, right? Like, you're you're probably a little bit used to it. You've got to imagine that you were one of the better players on your team growing up, right? Yes, sir. When, um, when you got through the state stuff, because I wanted to ask you a little bit about that, to, to get to do that in your final year with some teammates that you might never, you know, like, you might not get to play baseball with again, to go back through that moment, I, I know that playing in the big leagues is still the dream, right, and that's the end game. But to get to do that to finish up your high school career – even in just, you know, a month later, how, how cool of a moment was it for you to get to, to do that before you stepped away from the high school field?
0: Oh, yeah, it was awesome. That's been a goal for everyone on that team and the coach's goal ever since I was probably eight years old and going to the high school baseball camps and everything. So this offseason, we kind of put in the extra work. And just the, just the bond that we had with the senior class and everything and just, I think we had eight Division One commits throughout all of that, and just going out there and doing what we did. There was a lot of pressure on us, and we just kind of took it as like just each game is another stepping stool. Just keep working your way up to the final step, which was the state game, and we did that, and it was it was awesome. Something I'll never forget.
1: I, I know uh, a little earlier you were mentioning working on both your Dutch and your Spanish. You were a really good student, but now you don't have school, you know, or don't, you know, because you're. You're a pro baseball player. Baseball ends up taking up some of that time. Is a uh, the, the 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 want to learn more languages? Obviously that helps you communicate on the field. But are you trying to be fluent in Dutch and Spanish or are you just trying to like all right, I need to know enough so that you know I can communicate with these guys and we can get done or are you trying to figure out if you can be fluent in a couple of languages?
0: If if it ever became fluent that'd be awesome just kind of just learning from a bunch of the guys in the clubhouse and things. So it's fluent becomes the end game as well so that'd be awesome but just kind of trying to get through just playing with these guys knowing knowing the things I need to say and stuff like that
1: yeah no I, I get it it's um you know are you gonna miss I guess you know because part of that is like at 18 so many people are like doing different you know like either they go to college or they play pro ball you're around guys who are gonna play a lot of pro ball are you gonna miss the the school part of it or does baseball kind of replace that in the you know, social aspect. Are you going to miss some parts of, uh, you know, being a student?
0: The thing that I miss most about school is just being around all my friends and just my teachers and those coaches and things, just because they're a huge part of my life and huge part of the success I've had as well. And just baseball, yeah, this is what I've always wanted to do, but I'll definitely miss some of those people. But I think baseball will get, get me definitely over that for sure, just getting to play just what I love and this has been a dream of mine ever since I was little and now that's here it's it's super surreal
1: um last thing here and then we'll we'll let you go Bobby since you you mentioned like I we we talked about all the work and you're like I just want to do things one day at a time you know I've read multiple times that you're kind of one of those um I think it's been described as like a tireless worker right you'll take a couple hundred ground balls every day if that's what it takes or as many pops ups as it takes to get right do you um how hard is it to step away sometimes? Like, it's good to do all that, right? Is it hard sometimes to, to take yourself out of the cage or to someone to help take you out of the cage? Or is it, you know, just from a guy like you that wants to constantly do it, is it hard for you to step away sometimes?
0: Yeah, a little bit, just because that I, this is just what I love to do and things. But sometimes I just think about it as less is more. If you get a good quality amount of something, then it's a better quality in the end result. So just kind of taking it like that and just knowing that however – much work that I need to put in is the right amount and that's also helped with coaches these coaches with the Royals organization they pretty much know me as well as I do already and that that shows a lot so it's good to have them there for me all
1: right Bobby I really do appreciate it thanks so much and uh, good luck on whichever step you take next here in your big your big league career
0: yes sir thank you very much
1: That's Bobby Wood Jr. here on Tapping the Plate. Like, subscribe, and download. We do once-a-month podcast in long form with current Royals. Players typically want to give you a little inside look at the top draft pick as well. Thanks so much for listening here on the 435 Podcast Network. Stay tuned. Again, like, subscribe, and download for more episodes of Tapping the Plate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?